Welcome, lovely people, to the first ever episode of Plate for Politics, the podcast. And I'm your host, the ever-reliable Kwabena Rollins. Before we kickstart anything, I'd want to thank everyone for their unflinching support leading to the first episode being recorded. Indeed, the Plate for Politics has come to stay. We shall spend the next few minutes together as we take a look into an interesting point of discussion. And on the dining table served hot, we have Ghana's Vision 2020 as our center for discussion today. We aim at finding what the Vision 2020 is about. Audience, help me cast your mind back 15 20 years ago, when our government talked about the Vision 2020 agenda, it all seemed so far away. Honestly, we didn't expect 2020 to come at us this quick. I cannot tell what transpires in your mind upon hearing the Vision 2020. But on a personal level, as a young student in my government and historian classes, Whenever Vision 2020 came up, I felt Ghana had big things coming ahead. Actually, I was full of anticipation and belief. But then, would you blame me for having high hopes? Certainly not. As the popular saying goes, as a Ghanaian, it is hope in the government that kills you. Yes, as a Ghanaian, it is hope in the government that kills you. Nevertheless, we are already three months into 2020 and can we actually say Vision 2020 has been achieved? Is this the vision the National Development Planning Commission had in mind 25 years ago? Or there has been a mess somewhere along the line? Was the Vision 2020 policy unachievable from the scratch? Some may also say the concept was too big for a country like Ghana. Others argue and blame the failings of the Vision 2020 on political basis. But as we dine ahead, we shall discover exactly what went wrong along the track. But let me drop this here. Indeed, broken focus is the reason why planning turns out to be just plans. 
broken focus is the reason why planning turns out to be just plans. The chairman for the National Development Planning Commission, Professor Stephen Ade, speaking on the Super Morning Show on Joy FM, explained that the 25-year plan would not be gathering dust on the shelf if the successive governments had instituted clear-cut frameworks within which the targets would be implemented. Interesting, right? He says, and I quote, In reality, it was a good document. But there was not even the commitment by the then government to Vision 2020. Subsequent government did not even make reference to it at all. Neither did the Rawlings administration for the four years, the Kufur administration, nor Atamel's Mahama administration ever used it as a framework for prosecuting Ghana's development. Therefore, it was nothing more than a nice document for the shelf. This is Professor Stephen Ade, the chairman of the National Planning, National Development Planning Commission. Sorry. For the benefit of those in the dark about what the Vision 2020 is actually about, let's remind ourselves what the vision was all about. Vision 2020 was more like a planning framework. In the year 1995, the President of the Republic of Ghana, His Excellency the former President, Flight Lieutenant Jerry John Rawlins, initiated the Ghana's Vision 2020 to be a long-term development planning which was to kickstart from 1996 to present day 2020. I believe if you do the math, it's a 25-year plan. The National Development Planning Commission were in charge or put together the version 2020. As of 1995, we all envisioned a vision 2020 for Ghana that would put smiles on the faces of ordinary Ghanaians. Because on paper, you can't argue about it close to perfection. The plan laid out details of the current level of the country as at 1995. It stated the first steps in achieving it, the medium-term plan which was supposedly to lead to the long-term vision. Now, let's read what the Vision 2020 document itself is so we can get a clear picture of what it entails. Section 1 of the Vision 2020 states that the long-term goal as headed. The long-term vision of Ghana is that by the year 2020, Ghana will have achieved a balanced economy and the middle-income country status and standard of living, with a level of development close to the present level in Singapore. Wow, big dreams you see. This will be realized by creating an open and liberal market economy founded on competition, initiative and creativity that employs science and technology in driving maximum productivity from the use of all our human and natural resources 
and in optimizing the rates of economic and social development with due regard to the protection of the environment and to equity in the distribution of the benefits of development. These are basic things or basic themes needed for socioeconomic development for a country. Now, the further on stated, specifically, the vision of Ghana in the year 2020, a generation hence, is of a country in which long, healthy and productive life for all individuals is the norm, with access to an enlarged range of choices for employment, shelter and leisure. Audience, at this point, I would crave for your indulgence. They stated that long, healthy and productive life for all individuals is the norm. I believe a norm is a normal way of doing things, a day-to-day way of doing things. With access to an enlarged range of choices for employment, shelter and leisure. Yet, in the country as of now, the unemployment ratio keeps on increasing. We still have people in the country who can't afford shelter. As a result, they stay on the outskirts of streets, markets, and some even use the pavement as their homes. Notwithstanding the fact that there has been policies on housing and shelter from subsequent governments, but the question is, were they affordable enough for the ordinary Ghanaian? They also stated, the benefits of development are equitably distributed and gross deprivation and hardcore poverty are eliminated. I know this will certainly raise a few eyebrows, but we are in a country where the rich keeps being rich and the poor keeps being poor. I believe this in itself explains that the benefits of development they were talking about are not equitably distributed across the country and the hardcore poverty ratio has not been eliminated yet. The further on stated, national income is growing by at least 8% per annum compared with the present average of 4 to 5%. But when you take your smartphone, Google, and ask yourself what is the current national income per annum in, of Ghana, and you realize it's 6.7%, which is way below the stated expectation for 2020. The further on stated, Population growth is reduced from its present level of about 3 to 2% per annum, thereby allowing real income per head to rise more than four times the 1993 level. Actually, our population growth is 2.2%, which is something laudable, although we still fall short of the vision 2020 expectation. Solutions to socio-cultural and economic problems of the individual, the community, or the national are recognized and sought within the the domain of science and technology. But ask yourself, how well have we as a country 
resorted to science and technology when socio-cultural and economic problems arised. You realize that the summary of the Vision 2020 long-term vision or goals is that we would efficiently use the nation's resources to achieve economic growth and development, placing much emphasis on science and technology. And also with the aim of having a level of development close to the present level in Singapore. Big dreams once again, I say. Well, giant steps has been made with regards to achieving Vision 2020 by subsequent governments. Clearly, you can't fault all these plans. However, let's come back to reality. We are in present time 2020. And these long-term objectives, goals and visions we just read or touched on. Are these what we are currently experiencing as an ordinary Ghanaian? Is Ghana at the level of the middle-income country? Certainly no. Is our development close to that of the present-day Singapore? Certainly no once again. Because the GDP of Singapore is 362.818 billion dollars as it stands and it is also the third least corrupt nation in the world they also boasts of having the third highest gdp in world rankings these are all laudable things singapore has achieved in their present day but ghana on the other hand is projected to have a gdp trend about 60 billion US dollars in 2020 and shamefully we are ranked the 78th out of 180 nations on the global corruption perception index is this the Ghana we envisioned by 2020 clearly it's evident that the vision 2020 was just a paper we never made reference to now who is to blame certainly the blame game comes in as a point in time one may say the change of government has had its effects on the development plan because from 1996 to date We've had different change in governments. We've had the Rawlings era. We've enjoyed the Ekufo era. We've enjoyed the Atameus era. We've enjoyed the Mahama era. And we're currently enjoying the Akufuado's era. It is unblemished that the changes of government has had its fair portion of effects on the Vision 2020. Because every government came into office with their own policies drafted to fit into the policy framework of Vision 2020. But ask yourself, were these policies really drafted to fit into the policy framework? Because we've had leadership 
in this country in which the new government tends to abandon the works of the previous government and focus on their works or on their policies in order to take the limelight. But then again, this there comes the question, were the policies they drafted to fit into the policy framework of Vision 2020? If it was so, they all would have continued but the previous. It is sad, but fellow Ghanaians, at this point, it is easy to say we've played politics with the Vision 2020 policy framework and as such we've lost sight of what the Vision 2020 actually had for Ghanaians. Going forward, I believe whenever Ghana comes first, we should put our political differences aside. Because let's always remember, loyalty to country first and always, and loyalty to government when it deserves. Again, I repeat, let's remember, loyalty to country first and always, loyalty to government when it deserves. This is all for the first episode of Place for Politics. And I hope you've been touched and grasped something new one way or the other from the dining table today. Kindly do send us your views, messages and suggestions for further episodes via our email address iamkwabinavolent at gmail.com May God bless our lovely country Ghana and may we grow from strength to strength. Till our next episode, stay safe. God bless you. Thank you.